Hello everybody, welcome to Saturday Cereal. Uh, just taking a little refreshing sip of some ginger ale. Um, I made a massive fuck up, because you know when you're recording for 25 minutes, and then you realise, because you, you weren't paying attention to your screen, that your microphone's not plugged in, and you've literally just been talking to nothing. Um, yeah, I made a massive balls uh, of of this episode and anyway uh i i decided so i'm recording this on a friday night a little bit different than i normally do but of a few few bits and pieces to do on saturday so um i didn't think i'd have enough time to kind of get the recording in so i said you know what i've got the house to myself the fiance is out the the child is away um so i thought you know what i'm gonna chill out Get some cereal, have a good chat, um, and I was on a roll. I was chatting away about cocoa pops, and <laughs> I then so I suppose when I'm I'm recording, I obviously I'm using my laptop, and I normally kind of just minimise the screen for uh, use um, Audacity to to record, and I'm normally like minimise that so I've got kind of Google at my fingertips kind of a thing, and it's quick for searching things or I might have a couple of notes up on the screen for bits and pieces um and I yeah I just I had obviously the the uh, audacity minimized I never thought to check and it was only that literally uh, I wasn't really kind of paying attention and maybe it's because it's it's late I'm recording this late don't know why messing with the formula but I like popped um I maximized audacity to see that uh nothing was recording it was literally nothing and i kind of thought because i'd done that before where i hadn't plugged in the microphone but it still picked up some audio yeah but it picked up nothing the setting i had it on it was for my mic and it wasn't plugged in and that's purely down to the fact that the other day i was messing about with a couple of new mics um the times in the past when I've kind of popped down to Mayo, so like say like this, the Saturday cereal, oh sorry, sorry, this is Saturday cereal, the um, Tropical Vice takeover episodes I done with myself and Gary, uh, we use like little clip-on microphones which just plugged into our phones and I wanted just to see do they actually work with my laptop, um, so I was kind of messing around and I had unplugged my microphone, so there, yeah, I never plugged back in the mic and and here we are i've eaten the cereal i've reviewed the cereal just you none of you's heard it uh so instead of me going back over i need more cereal because i've had a lot of food today i uh i had a today in work we done a, a culture day um so we kind of the whole team kind of we all brought in different foods and i ate everything i had like a potato omelette i had nigerian stew which nearly blew the fucking head off me it was that hot it was really nice but very hot i had like this polish sausage and bean casserole thing and this like amazing like uh chiabatta bread like freshly made had some sausage rolls i made chicken fillet rolls you know proper irish traditional meal Um, i had some of that i had some scones i had like this I don't know what it's called. It was like a Spanish thing. It was like a pastry with tuna and like vegetables in, in the middle of it. Um, I had a potato sandwich as well. I had... What else did I eat? 
I have fucking tons. Way more than I probably should have eaten. Then after work, I went and I got some Burger King. I had a chicken chicken bacon cheeseburger um, meal as well. I didn't go big on it though. I just went regular. Didn't go large even. Um, and then when I got home, I took home like some leftovers, I suppose, from today. And I was eating away on them. Some chicken and some rice and some um, some really, really nice stuff. And then, of course, uh, I got home and had uh, some more little nibbles um, and bits and pieces as well when I got home uh, after uh, yeah, the leftovers. Um, so I I was stuffed and eating cereal was probably not the best thing to do. Eating cereal for a cereal-based podcast without the microphone being plugged fucking in was even a worse idea. And now I'm very full, and I do genuinely feel if I eat any more, I will vomit. And I don't normally feel like this. I can put away a lot of food. Not something I'm proud of, or, you know, but I can, I can, I can stow it away there, I do. Um, so I'm drinking some ginger ale to settle my tum-tums. But, thankfully, I've been smart enough now going forward that I'm, I'm now taking notes on things while i'm reviewing them and, I'm, and different things like that and i had got a plan for this episode um of stuff i was going to talk about but i've since changed my mind just to due to some sad news obviously that happened today um so i've kind of i've i've changed what i was actually going to talk about today um as in regards to i suppose kind of cartoons and and things like that because i was watching um, do you know what? I'm not actually going to tell you what I was watching this week, but um, I, I'm basically just going to move that now to, to next week's episode. Uh, we've got some Imagine If on, on this episode as well, so do stay tuned to that. Gary is going to be pondering what it would be like if he was a to wake up and to be a blue bottle. So uh, it's really, like I'd say, um, it's really good, really funny, and... It got me scratching the old noggin, thinking, what would it be like if I was a blue bottle? Um, so, uh, no, do stay tuned to that. But like I said, change it up a bit. I'm going to chat now about the cereal. And then I'm going to kind of chat about just uh, a few other bits and pieces. And then um, a few kind of things as well that I'm hoping to have kind of sorted by Christmas. I don't know if it will be a... The certainty, just waiting to kind of finalise a few bits and pieces. Um, oh, sorry, by the way. What's that? Oh, I was eating a scone as well. I had a scone. That's a, I had a scone up here before I started fake recording earlier. I had a scone with some Nutella on it, which was a leftover as well from today. Um, but yeah, no, a few bits and pieces I'm working on. Uh, just trying to get so I, I know i'd already probably said this on episodes i've got like bits and pieces of merchandise nothing mad or anything a couple of pins stickers um keychains as well um so kind of just looking at a way of setting that up so that if anyone is interested you're able to purchase them and it's a straightforward kind of thing it's not through direct messaging or text messages or whatever um and it'll obviously the you know, if I start selling that kind of stuff, um, it's going to massively support the podcast as well on a on a different level. And I want to thank everyone who listened to last week's episode as well. 
Um, really do appreciate it. It's great to get the feedback as well. People delighted to kind of see I'm actually talking about cereal. A lot of people are actually happy that I'm talking about um not necessarily the brands of cereal and they like the whole kind of head to head idea as well of taking a non brand and a brand and pitting it together. And that's exactly what today is. Uh, today we were chatting about cocoa pops again. So last week. I tried the Aldi version of Cocoa Pops and I was going to do like a few of them but I kind of just think like pick one to go against a brand so a non-brand against a brand simple as that instead of having loads of them because I mean every I probably did I think I said on last week so I'm going to try Dunn's I'm going to try Tesco's I'm going to try this I'm not <laughs> that's a lie I lie to you um but no I'm going to just basically pick one non-brand and it's not always going to be just one particular shop you know, um, so I'm going to kind of mix it around and things like that. I am still going to try a couple of the, the Stranger kind of cereals. Um, and, and like, there's a few I'm really looking forward to. Obviously, I do have, and I have spoke about it a good bit. I've got Little Debbie's Cream Pie cereal, um, which I'm very eager to try. And I am going to be trying that. May, possibly maybe next week. It might actually tie in well with the cartoon I was watching this week. Um so definitely going to uh to be chatting uh, about no way lost my train of thought there very sorry definitely going to be bouncing between kind of just your regular old run-of-the-mill cereals and the kind of more crazy or kind of out there ones i suppose um but look let's so well firstly obviously i, I did mention a bit of sad news today um found out that kevin conroy who is the iconic voice and personally for me he is batman uh passed away at the age of 66 so extremely sad news um a really nice fella I had the the pleasure and the honor to to meet him before uh dublin comic-con oh god a long time ago uh, I think it may have been the first Dublin Comic Con or the second Dublin Comic Con. It was very early on in du- when Dublin Comic Con, I suppose, had started. Um, I got the chance to meet him and just as like a super nice person. A really, really nice person. Wasn't rushed, like, you know, wasn't kind of signing things and yet yeah, on your way or whatever. Took the time to chat to everybody like that came up to him, was obliging with, you know, taking photographs and chatting and t- doing videos and stuff like that and i suppose this is a the, like this was in a time before i suppose uh, like and nowadays that's what you go to a lot of conventions and you know you get something signed and say it's 20 euro you want to get a photograph as well that's another 20 euro and i i fully agree with that i do think you know it, this person is coming to this convention um to you know obviously make money and that's part of it um and obviously things now like cameo and stuff where you can request videos from people you know back then he was just doing it for just pure enjoyment um seemed like a real genuine person like i said he took the time to kind of talk to to people uh so i'm gonna be chatting a bit about uh, the batman the animated series um i haven't watched it in a while to be totally honest so um but it's one of those cartoons that definitely sticks out for me in my early childhood so i'm gonna chat about that but i'm gonna chat about these cocoa pops first before i don't know my laptop runs out of battery or something but i keep on talking um so what i might do is i might chat about cereal we'll have gary's imagine if and then when uh, we're back after that we'll have uh, a little chat about kevin conroy his impact 
and again, I suppose I'm going from a personal point of view, but even like looking on Twitter and Instagram and everything today, you can see the impact he's had on um a whole range of people, like actors, voice actors, comic creators, just like crazy, crazy stuff. But um yeah, so let's chat about Cocoa Pops. We'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops. Remember when they changed, well they didn't change, but they were called Cocoa, Cocoa Krispies, was it? We'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Krispies. I can't remember. Well, that was the slogan anyway. We'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops um, as opposed to a bowl of gruel. But just a recap from last week. So at the halfway point, the Aldi version on the taste test ranked at a 7. On the soggy scale, it was a 5.2. And then after the um, the the 10 minute timer was up still ranked at a seven on the taste and it moved to a 5.5 i have 5.5.5 here oh no wait a minute sorry it's an s it's not a five john so in round one the taste was a seven the soggy was a two which is obviously low on the soggy scale and after the 10 minute time it was still a 7 on taste and it was a 5.5 on soggy so a bit of a jump on the sog side of things there for the owl aldi version um so firstly coco pops i do think it is potentially one of my kind of my favorite regular cereals i suppose it's one of those cereals that i do find myself a lot and it doesn't look just any brand of coco pop um It'd be one of the, like, if it's in the press and there's loads of other cereals, which there is, um, I'll, that was like a weird brag there, wasn't it? Oh, I have loads of cereals. Um, <laughs> it's all just wee picks. Uh, but no, like say, like if I come home from training and I'm hungry and I just want a little, like a little, a little meal before bedtime. Cocoa Pops. There's Cocoa Pops there. It's Cocoa Pops. I don't care what else is there. Cocoa Pops. Um, so I definitely do do love them. I do feel that chocolate milk wise. Because it's a big thing for me. If if things are going to change the milk, the milk now becomes a player in the game. That was something we didn't talk about really last week. The milk did turn chocolatey. But... It almost turned too chocolatey to the point that I don't mean even by flavour. I mean that the fact that the cocoa the cocoa pops themselves were actually almost rice krispies. They'd lost all their colour. Um, but with cocoa pops, brand cocoa pops, Kellogg's, Kellogg's cocoa pops, they were still very very good. There was a couple that had lost a good amount of colour, but it was like majority of them held their colour and the milk was chocolatey as fuck um so uh definitely uh, like obviously i don't have a separate scale for milk colour but <laughs> but first of all so from the round one or from the first round that's the same as round one john um it's late guys i don't know why i'm doing this on a friday why am i doing this on a friday i'll tell you why do you want to know why because i'm actually meeting up with gary tomorrow and we're gonna go see Black Panther, the new one, Wakanda Forever. Um, we'll chat about that in a minute as well. Just 
keep that in mind. Um, so for the taste of the Cocoa Pops, people may say I marked them too, too high here in round one, but I don't think I did. Gave them a nine, solid nine. Um, I did play around with this a little bit. Um, oh, it was really good when I was talking before. I was in a flow. No, I'm not. Oh, well, I am. That's, uh, a soggy. They scored a two as well on the soggy scale. So the same as their Aldi counterparts. Obviously beating it by uh, two points there on the, the taste side of things. And and they were really, <coughs> excuse me, they were really, really like, you know, they, they, just, they didn't let the milk affect them, I suppose, from the get-go. Where I do feel the the um the all the ones the milk did affect it straight away not on the soggy side of things but on the whole discoloring uh thing it did definitely happen taste wise though nine these were just beautiful absolutely beautiful um they were it's just it's a nice really perfectly balanced of chocolate i remember a few years ago um well, not even a few years ago. Anytime there's kind of a kid's birthday party. My mum made Rice Krispie cakes. But she had no Rice Krispies. She only had Cocoa Pops. We got double chocolate basically right there. And it was absolutely... You could taste it. You could taste that it was... There was two layers of chocolate. Chocolatey goodness. Straight from Cocoa the Monkey's balls. Um, But... <laughs> fucking... See, this is what happens. Have a few drinks. Drink a lot, eat a lot of fucking food you've never... It's probably the spices that are playing tricks on my mind now. Um, But yeah, so then after the 10 minutes, I was a little shocked. To be honest, might just be in this bowl as well. So, you know, take it with a pinch of salt. But taste? Taste dropped to an A. Sorry. 8.5. <laughs> so there was a bit of a drop, which the only ones didn't have a drop. So if you remember, they were made at a seven between both uh, from the first round and the second round. Um, so I was a little bit surprised. The taste just changed somewhat. And that's where I think I seen the milk affected it. You know, it kind of got in there. Um, so yeah, I was, I was kind of already writing the nine down before the second round had even happened. And... But lo and behold, I had to stop myself. I had to hold my horses. That's why I use a pencil in case I make a mistake. Um, so it gets an 8.5. Um, and then for the soggy scale, I was really impressed with this. And I don't think I've seen a cereal like this. So I remember it's after 10 minutes. And I I always make sure that it is. I'm not kind of just after the 10 minutes. I just take a few from the top, which are obviously still going to be crispy. You know, they're going to have the... the because they're just sitting on top they're sitting on top of all the the little bottom feeders um of the of the cereal bowl so i always kind of mix it around a little bit so i'm getting that balance as well i'm getting the top ones and i'm getting the bottom ones and the middle and everything um soggy wise four so not a massive leap uh i, I kind of feel they there was some sog but very minuscule not even hitting halfway on the soggy scale um so i definitely think that for me i mean not even just for me by scores alone the the better of the two is the kellogg's brand here folks uh coco monkey takes the crown from the i think actually for a while aldi did have a monkey as well aldi don't have any mascots on their cereal anymore for a while as well they had um 
the uh, was Rice Krispies. It had a wizard and it looked a bit like me. If I was a wizard, he wore glasses, and at the time, the way I had me like well, I actually had hair at the time, um, kind of resembled me a little bit, which was strange. But they got rid of all them, and I know that's something that's obviously happening across cereal, you know, everywhere. Um, the next quick rabbit actually, he's still around. He's still sticking around. Seeing him in a few boxes. Oh yeah, that's a bit that popped into my head there. Um, so the overall winner when it comes to the Cocoa Pop Massacre, <laughs> that's the wrong word, but the, the overall winner for me is definitely uh, Cocoa Pops, the brand. Um, and now I'm not saying that all the Cocoa Pops are shy. I will still eat them. They'd probably still, and I mean, we're, hey, everyone's having to tighten their belts. No one has money for Kellogg's brand stuff um but no i do think kind of your value for money aldi is definitely winning there like it's still a very strong competitor very strong cereal very strong you know overall like seven on the taste scale um and 5.5 on the soggy scale so just over the halfway mark as well really um you know not not a massive amount of soggy there uh coco the monkey and coco pops maybe it's a little treat at christmas because that's how things used to be in my house when i was younger you got the good cereal on at christmas christmas day my mom would buy it a couple of days before it used to be something nice like man no cocoa to be fair cocoa pops were always kind of in the house hmm i'm trying to think now what cereals we had i remember one year we got um corn pops what were they called corn pops the kellogg's ones very good very very nice but uh yeah so there you have it folks i'm sorry that's a little bit flat probably my energy dropped a little bit there from the start but as i'm saying all this i was like oh i fucking was recording this already um so yeah gonna take a little quick break here i'm gonna let gary take over for a little bit um gary sent on his imaginative for this week i didn't get a chance so the plan is gary will have his own intro music just couldn't i couldn't nail it down the one i wanted um i was messing about a little bit and gary you're probably listening to this now and only finding out about this as well um, but he will have his own intro music for this section that will be coming next week i guarantee i promise it'll be on next week's episode um, if Gary has another segment for us next week, said so next week we're fucking thirty times there. Um, so do sit back and enjoy Gary's Imagine. So welcome everyone to episode one of Imagine If. Little, uh, gonna start off with a little ASMR slurping, if you don't mind. So here we go. Ooh, it's a nice little cup of. Lion's Gold Blend I made, said I'd make it for this podcast, so uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, I was driving in my van yesterday, and smiling my own business, sitting on my coffee, and next of all, a fucking, a blue bottle lands on my arm. Also, your first instinct is, you know, get the fuck off me. Tried to give him an old slap, his old fly senses went off, and... He scattered away, so as I'm driving along, I'm thinking, you know, how does he know I'm about to slap him? 
and he just, you know, I think, don't they have like a peripheral vision or something? They have about like 400 eyes. So, yeah, I, I tried to give him an schlap and he, he decided to fly away. So he beat me to it. Um, then I just, you know, put the window down and uh, I think the wind just kind of <laughs> blew him out. So he went on his merry way. Um, so, yeah, I was like, imagine if you were a blue bottle just for the day, but you still had the mind, your own mind. You could think for yourself the way you're thinking every day as a human. So you wouldn't be a, a dopey little housefly. Um, so imagine if, yeah, I woke up. It wasn't me, I was a little blue bottle. Just waking up in the bed beside my wife, Jenny. And uh, yeah, that'd be hard actually, the first thing, trying to explain um, to Jenny because I wouldn't actually be able to talk. I'd be able to, I don't buzz at her. Then she'd probably <laughs> slap me or get a fright. So yeah, that's probably going to be the first obstacle of the day is how to explain to Jenny or my son Ollie that I, I, I'm no longer myself. I'm a little blue bottle. I don't know, look. This is just for a day. And I think, you know, they only live for a day. So I have to make the most of this. So, right, I'm getting out of bed, the whole brushing of the teeth, showering, weeing, pooing, that's it. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna to have to get used to my organs and stuff. So I'd probably go to the kitchen and I'll suck on a grape or something. Uh, Um, yeah, or whatever kind of uh, is kind of lying about. Maybe the only kind of other foods laying about would be my dog Mishka's dog food. So yeah, I'd probably go over and go to one of them, see what it tastes like. But um, I don't know. I'd, I'd, have, I'd probably have to like vomit all over the food. I think that's what they do. And I think it makes it a little bit tastier. By the way, I could be getting everything factually wrong. 100% but this is just off the cuff this is just <laughs> me rambling so yeah like yeah there's the other thing you know I won't be able to go into work I can't call the manager so that's probably me getting sacked from my job as well so however this happened <laughs> and I've turned into a, a blue bottle housefly like uh, that that's for another day so it's going to get another little sip here. Might try a different type of slurp. A little, uh, maybe a louder one. Oh yeah, that's nice. Um, so I try and, I oh, can't open the doors. Uh, try to see if there's like a little uh, open window or I'm sure I could find something just to get the hell out of the house. So I'd probably try to get to the shop, right? Because that's where they're going to have like, you know, cakes and fruits and veg and I'll probably just go to the closest one which Casey's down the road so I suppose the obstacle <laughs> the first obstacle is getting the fuck down to the shop because like there's going to be more predators outside birds uh, spiders and stuff so and the wind sure I might not even like as a fly how long is it going to take like so it takes me about 
I'd say 15 minutes to walk to the closest shop. So <laughs> maybe I'm probably not even going to make it to the shop. The fly is going to take. I know with the wind and stuff, rain, sure, even a, if it's raining, a droplet of rain might kill me. It's probably like 400 times my mass. Oh man. So, yeah, that's where I'd be heading to the shop. So, let's say I get to the shop. I'm, I'm heading over to those pastries. I'm going to suckle and vomit all over those pastries and try as much as I can. But then, I suppose, oh yeah, like, I'm going to encounter other flies along the way. Are they gonna? They won't understand me because I'm still. I don't. I don't know how to like. I can't. How do I? But how do I use fly language? It's buzz back and forth at each other, or you know, if I encounter a female, they're gonna kill me. Is that how the fly kingdom works? I hope there's no flies listening to this, and I've offended any. Um. So yeah, I'd uh, try. Try meet some flies out and about. Um, get the what's the crack? You know what do you do? What are you gonna do? Or have you heard any stories from the other flies? What's their plans for the day? Because you only really have the day, don't you? Um, are you gonna mate? That sounds like the, like your only day to live, and you're just fucking everything. So, <laughs> so that sounds like a good way to live for the day. Um, yeah, back to the shop. See, these are the ramblings I'm talking I'm just one thing to the other, bam, bam, bam. Um, I haven't been drinking, by the way. It's only... It's 1.59. It's about hit 2 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon here. So... Um, yeah, so the deli, right? There's the deli. And they have those little kind of blue um, UV light things. Like, is that going to entice me? Well, I'm telling myself, I've still got the human brain. You know, don't go near that. You know what it does. You hear a little crackle. That's one life taken on God's green earth. So don't go near that. Or I might go up and have a little hover around, see see what the story is. You know, um, what is enticing? Like, is it warm? Is it... Does it make a sound only a fly can hear? I don't know. Um, or is it like, like, because you could only, if you want to mate for the day, is it, does it give off these sounds? Like, is like an undercover brothel? Hey, baby, come in here. We got all the, this, this fly pussy. Yeah, I don't know. This is um, getting a bit X rated now. So I leave this up to John if he wants to edit this or keep stuff in. Uh, my dog is getting wet outside it's pissing rain so yeah I'm guessing that's around lunchtime when that stuff happens I'm, I've made it to the shop it's probably going to take me that long to get to the shop suckle on some donuts uh, and check out that <coughs> uh, UV light see what the fuss is about um, don't follow the crowd don't don't follow those other flies, you know, they're idiots. You've made it out. Okay, where do we go next? I'll probably go like to I'll fly into people's houses, annoy them for a while. That might take up an hour or two. Um, try obviously not get killed. That's the biggest thing, isn't it? You don't try, don't get killed. 
just don't get killed because I'm hoping I don't die by the end of the day. You know, I could die any second. I don't know my lifespan. Um, yeah, um, I, yeah, annoy the shit out of everyone. Um, so that takes us up to like three o'clock. So I'm probably going to start heading back towards home, I reckon. Or maybe go for some food again. I'd probably go to like a, a chipper or something. Um, then again, they have those UV light. You can't really go to many places, I suppose, that make food. Um, do, you know, do you know where I'd go? Well, presuming uh, Jenny isn't freaking out about she woke up and I uh, wasn't there or stuff. like. So she'd drop my son into the crash. I'd probably fly to the crash and I'd be a, a fly on the wall, as they say. And just check out how he's getting on. You know, I'm always wondering, how's he getting on in crash? Um, you know, I'm here, he's potty training at the moment. And um, I want to, we're told some days he's had accidents, some days he's good. But um, I don't know, maybe I'd go and um, uh, go. I, like, I'd try, it'd probably take too long to master speech. Like a talking fly, you know, go down and land on his shoulder and try to give him some words of encouragement. You know, you can do it. You can do that poo in the toilet. It's so easy. Um, and then just, you know, hopefully I wouldn't frighten him. He's three now, I'm sure. He's probably come to that stage where he might have an imaginary friend or a talking fly on his shoulder. So I try to get him used to it real quick. You know, it's, it's daddy. He's going, what the fuck? Yeah, it's daddy, I'm a fly on your shoulder. And he's probably running to one of the girls saying, you know, there's a fly talking on my shoulder. And then that's probably instant death. Or, you know, they might capture me. That's the, yeah, that might happen. Okay, we're going to go and just say, I'm a talking fly. <laughs> so maybe everything I've just said might have panned out differently. But, yeah, I'd be like kind of Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, yeah, ha, ha, ha. It's my Jeff Goldblum in, uh, impression. He's always really relaxed and stuff and really jolly and funny. But all his roles are the same. But in The Fly, yeah, he actually turns into like a humanoid fly. I'm just a shitty actual little housefly. Um, so yeah, I can talk, I give him words of encouragement. And then, um, you know, he might, he, he might say, oh, dad, you're so cool. You're so cool now. No one else here has a dad who's a fly. So I'd say, right, good luck, son. Mom will be here to collect you about four o'clock. I'm off. And then I'd be thinking, I'm the shit down. I can talk now. I can talk. Um, uh, the closest places like a, to the crashes, like a woodies. I'd probably go fly into the woodies. And I'd be like, everybody, I'd probably go up to one of those things they use to, you know, oh, um, Manager required at desk to sort out a refund, that type of shit. I'd probably go into one of the microphones and be like, I'm a fly, I'm a fly, and I can talk. I can talk, baby. And I'd be like making buzzing. Oh, I bet you didn't know I could talk now. So, um, yeah, everybody would listen to that. They're probably like, someone's mad behind that counter. Um, yeah, probably get out of there pretty quick. Uh, there's a Costa near that. Head over to Costa. Uh, suck a cake for a while. Um, 
Right, and that takes us up to like five o'clock. So it's getting dark, it's winter time now. So I need to get home because, you know, I don't know what the fly's vision is like. Is it bad during the day? Is it going to be worse during the night? You don't see too many flies at night. They kind of stay, you look maybe up on a wall or something, they're just there. And then you come back the next morning for your breakfast, they're still there. So maybe that's just them sleeping. So I'd probably have to get back for five, six o'clock. Um, it's probably easier for predators to get me at night time so yeah make it back home um again presuming uh, everything's okay nobody's worried about where i am uh work hasn't sacked me uh, i'll probably buzz back through the house buzz back onto my pillow and hopefully wake up as myself <laughs> and that's probably how I do my day imagine if I was a fly well that's probably what I do if I was a fly um I hope I've enlightened you with oh what what could I do if I was a fly for a day and I've inspired you to do certain things um maybe you'd have uh, different opinions or what would you do maybe send in some comments into the show and let us know so this has been Gary, uh, aka G Floods, if you're, you've been following the Tropical Vice through the years. Um, uh, again, I'm sorry if this is sound mental, if I've turned anyone off John's show, which I apologise, John, in advance if this has happened. So, yeah, hopefully many more episodes to come, or if you want to throw out some more ideas, imagine if so and so and this and that. Um, I can try to give you what I, uh, my opinion on that, what I think I'd do. So, uh, yeah, see you in the next one. And thank you very much, Gary, for the first episode of Imagine If. Make sure to tune in for the next episode featuring intro music. I'm pretty sure Gary was pretty wrong about his fly facts there guys am i right i know we've got a big uh, listenership from the fly enthusiasts out there <coughs> excuse me Janie mac but let's talk about some cartoons and potentially maybe even without a question some might say well actually i wouldn't because turtles is my favorite cartoon of all time but this is probably ranked very close. Maybe say, I, yeah, I'm not, this is something I'd really have to think about. Um, so like I did say, the the very sad news of Kevin Conroy passing away um, today. Uh, got a couple of text messages about it as well. Um, got obviously seen all over social media and everything. So it was just really, really sad to see. Um, but he had such an iconic voice. So he done, I mean... Oh, like hundreds of voices i'd say video games he was the voice of batman obviously which is i think the biggest thing Um, he most recently i suppose the most recent thing that i kind of remember hearing his voice in was the the masters of the universe um the the he-man show on netflix um i think definitely like he done batman in the arkham games he done got like so much like genuinely so so many things his voice was actually there and it was one of those voices that it it stood out and it really did i think kind of struck a chord you know uh with 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 fans you know um he he was the voice of batman 
like for so many people um and for like i said he he's my batman you know michael keaton yeah amazing like and plenty of other people who who came before him as well but i mean like just even looking like he's been active since like 1978 um i suppose that was more an act than he was doing uh he was a, a background a bartender in that uh, in a show on how to pick up girls he was the bartender it was a tv movie um but no so i suppose kind of obviously batman uh the the animated series um a massive cartoon such a massive cartoon and it's one that i suppose I was going to take a bit of time and go back and watch a couple of episodes, but I suppose I just wanted to kind of even, like so many memories of that cartoon and the toys, obviously, as well as a big thing uh, as you're a kid growing up and having the action figures. And I remember always trying to imitate his voice and try to be Batman. When I'm reading Batman comics, uh, and, like, and I don't know, maybe I'm the only person that does this, but if I'm reading comics, there's voices in my head. Um... He, he and it's his voice it's his voice that i'm i'm hearing in my head you know when i'm reading batman's dialogue and everything um it definitely is just that uh, he started on the batman uh the animated series in uh, 1992 so i mean that was just, like it was absolutely like even as a child i remember just being like this is not an average cartoon this is just something brand new um he came back when it was the new uh, batman adventures again to reprise his role and and popped up as batman in like you know superman cartoons and and justice league cartoons and so many things um batman beyond he returned again you know so and even like i'm just kind of even scrolling down through stuff here like he he done things like i uh, done ben 10 the venture boys what else have we got here there's so much where it's just like besides name with batman bruce wayne um just the league teen titans go uh scooby-doo and guess who um yeah he uh he did actually appear as well in the batwoman uh show i'm pretty sure he did yeah uh, as bruce wayne of earth 99 so i mean like just absolutely like amazing um he was in he-man sorry he was on master of the universe uh revelation as merman and then so was la here on um imbd his last kind of role is in he-man of the masters of the universe which i believe was also on netflix um and he was hordok uh in in that and that's his last kind of role uh like that in video games i mean like again like tons of batman but obviously the ones that stand out are the arkham series um arkham city uh arkham asylum and then obviously uh, arkham knight um i said them in the wrong order didn't i, I said arkham city first arkham asylum city and then knight uh, and he 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 um just absolutely amazing he done multiple voices as well he played hush as well in the arkham games in the shows he done multiple voices and things like that and i just think like his voice was one of those voices that stood out like even looking here, you don't like the lego dc super villains game as as batman as well um so i mean just 
I mean, it was a character he definitely just fully embodied, I think. Um, obviously, working alongside Mark Hamill as well as the Joker in, in the Batman animated series. Um, like Genuinely iconic. I don't think... I think he... he he got involved like, and this is purely just from kind of a very brief meeting with him at a, a, a convention but it seemed like he did he wanted you know he wanted to represent the characters he was doing to the best of his ability and to to genuinely kind of uh connect with the audience and you can see that like i seen that at the convention took time to talk to me i was asking like stupid questions like oh where did the voice come from uh you know and things like that but he still like he told me how he kind of you know he he got the role and he was just how he was trying to what does batman sound like you know and i guess was previous to that um obviously michael keaton had played batman um but he you know he kind of was kind of gone with that and obviously previous to that it was only adam west and so you know uh he he changed the voice of batman you know he made the voice of batman in my opinion um because he is just just that iconic uh and obviously his biggest role is batman um it was one of those cartoons that i i was a little bit scared of batman the animated series because it was just that little bit darker the entrance the the intro to it like a bit terrifying for little john uh, when i was a wee nipper and um, you know just wasn't what you'd expect on a, a saturday morning um sitting getting ready to watch cartoons uh, and this would kind of come on or after school or you know anytime that it was on um it it, it just it stands out for me yeah i do think as the more i think about it definitely potentially even a tied first for my favorite show um i have a signed copy of volume one of the dvd uh, or season one of the dvd um and it's definitely something i'm going to go back and rewatch, uh especially kind of now um and like i said i, I was going to watch it you know a few episodes and things like that but I suppose I kind of wanted to... I probably should have taken the time in hindsight. Probably would have remembered to plug my fucking microphone in. Um, had I have taken the time. But I definitely will. I think this season uh, it's going to be one of those shows that I'll go back and and watch a couple of episodes. And even now as I'm talking, although I even watched something this week that I was going to talk about today. And I'm saying I'll do it next week. I'm already thinking maybe I'll scrap that and just... I'm going to watch some Batman over the weekend. Um, and, and, you know, relive the joy that that cartoon brought toys as well again when i was playing with the toys I, I was trying to do that voice and obviously as a young kid i didn't know who these people were i didn't know who was doing the voices um you know and even like as a child i didn't know who mark hamill was i knew luke skywalker all right but i didn't know mark hamill i didn't know he was the joker and so that was only when i was way into my kind of late teens or early 20s that i i found out that it was actually mark hamill um who who voiced the joker and kind of learned obviously about kevin conroy then and you know and things like that um so i think it is it's, it's crazy to kind of look back and think of how how much i love that cartoon um you know and i think when i look back that's obviously where my the kind of the, the early seeds were planted for me 
obviously interest of wanting to know more about these characters as well and developed into obviously reading comics collecting comics um kind of really just really kind of how do i put it really just kind of i suppose digging into that interest and exploring that interest way more to the point now where i'm sitting in a room surrounded by signed photographs of you know writers and i actually do even have a signed picture um a batman animated series picture from kevin um up on the wall as well surrounded by figures and toys you know some new some that i've had since i was a child um it's crazy the the batman animated series as well something that i'm even kind of thinking like i'd maybe like to share that with my son as well and kind of introduce it to him um and see what see what he makes of it as well um it's getting late guys it's it's after 12 o'clock i know it's friday and everything but you know still uh yeah this was a bit of a weird episode because i thought i was halfway through the episode when i realized it wasn't plugged in and i'm not letting that go i know you're probably like you've mentioned it john we get it you you're tick um but didn't didn't really think think uh you know i don't look there you go there's little brain farts happening not brain farts i'm shitting my brain out my ears at this point um i think i I don't know i think it is as well i think i'm on a crash now from all the food I think of the that spicy spicy Nigerian stew. Um really it's taken it out of me, I think. And the mixture of the the sausage and bean casserole, the Polish one and like potato sandwiches. <laughs> um I definitely think I'm having a bit of a food crash here, so I'm not gonna keep on yammering on. Um I'm aiming to go see black panther wakanda forever um uh really interested to see it really interested to see how they are what they're going to do how they're obviously going to address chadwick boseman's passing you know um and and like how they're going to address it in the mcu the fact that they chose not to recast how are they going to do you know what way is it going to to work um i know it's been out now i think it came out yesterday or it came out today probably but thankfully i've been able to avoid spoilers um i'm not too bad though anymore now so i don't particularly mind spoilers um especially i think when it comes to mcu movies because it's just so many of them and i think now as well like there's not as many people talking about them because they're not really running with the big characters anymore you know Uh, so i don't think and this is just going for, I suppose, the kind of people I'd be around. And uh, not many people are talking about the movies as much as they would have, say, when it was Captain America and Iron Man and, you know, those boys. Um, so it's it's kind of a bit easier for me. Because, because it, like, you know, I'm like, right, movies come out. I'm not going to go on social media. I'm not going to, you know, go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or anything. You know, I'm not even going to open messages. I'm going to lock myself away till I see the movie. Where now, not so much, you know, and it's kind of easier to avoid, I think, online uh, and things like that. Um, but before I go, actually, I, I'd like to tell you, uh, I've been reading a book. That's all. You're free to go now. Now, um, I've been reading uh, a book called Listen Listen to the Land. Listen to the Land Speak. Sorry. Listen to the Land Speak. Hang on. Oh, I had it open there. I dropped it down um i just want to make sure that i say the name of it right because it is a very good book um listen to the land speak yeah listen to the land speak um so it's by uh, an author called uh, mankan magan 
and he also he done the book it was uh what's it 33 33 na- 33 names for field um and he done oh i have one of his books we got it for jack uh tree dogs banshee fingers and other irish words for nature so it's an absolute that's an absolute like it's a beautiful book um it's absolutely just gorgeous it really is i highly recommend just getting it even for yourself not even for your kid buy it for yourself um boy you know he really is the one of the first books i think he brought out was uh 33 words for field um it was like the lost lost word lost words of the irish language i haven't actually I didn't actually read that um but like i was told like loads about it. it was really good it was brilliant and then he recently brought out um the this new book uh listen to the land speak um which is i'm absolutely loving it i'm only a little bit into it so far but i absolutely love it it's such a good read it's such a how would i i don't know it's a very like it's just very interesting how kind of you know um as well sorry and the like but the full title of the book is listen to the land speak a journey into the wisdom of what lies beneath us so i suppose he kind of like he's looking a lot at you know i suppose it's like linked to mythology and lore and folklore and, and things like that of you know different things um and how kind of the land um around us here in our beautiful little little part of the world um how kind of like how things are seen as goddesses and you know and, and different things like that and how kind of do, oh, it's I, I don't i don't actually know how to explain it but it's a really good book uh highly recommend God. i've been reading that this week i haven't been reading any comics this week um a couple of comics i do want to read but i want to get a couple of more issues Um, i'm really strongly strongly thinking of cancelling my pull list and just starting going to graphic novels Um, i don't know if anyone else out there is a comic reader and you've done that uh, let me know what you think do you find it better do you find it more enjoyable because i just find i don't have the time to, to actually sit and read comics uh, on a weekly basis or you know things like that between work training podcast and uh, i'm not kind of getting my little bit of time in there i always try but it just doesn't and even like reading books and stuff like that and um, i find it obviously easy to read a book if i'm in bed i just can't read comics in bed i don't know what it is but um yeah anyone anyway, i've been thinking about it for a while should i cancel my pull list and just flip to getting uh the, the volumes of, of stuff instead you know the the graphic novel editions of things um so if anyone out there is, has done that let me know how do you find it because there's definitely there's some books that i might get an issue of and then kind of say to myself no i'm gonna wait till the graphic novel comes out i'll get an issue one and be like no no i want i want all of this i want to binge it all at once um so i and i like to have like some books there's actually a book uh head looper and it was absolutely brilliant one of my favorite comics um really really good read really interesting amazing art everything just overall great book fantasy adventure everything you want and i do prefer to have that in a just one solid um form so yeah so that's something i've been thinking about i'll keep you posted on that because i know you'll be wondering but don't lose any sleep over it now 
Um, <laughs> no finger chef this week, guys. It is way too fucking late to be waking finger chef up because that man is a madman. Um, I know I did say last week he'd be back on the show, but maybe next week because finger chef is just it's a strange experience when finger chef wakes up or finger chef is about he it's just weird i think i maybe suffer from like a split personality disorder or something with finger chef uh finger chef is a weird thing as well because he goes disappearing for ages and then just shows up i don't know where he goes like he he sits here in the office and then sometimes he just disappears and he's gone he's like an elf on the shelf only i'm not moving him around um and then he'll reappear go find him in a pair of jeans or something <laughs> it's very strange it is but yeah so hopefully fingers have him back i want to thank gary for his first episode of imagine if um make sure to follow us on if if the podcast platform you're listening to this on allows you to follow please do if it allows you to give a rating please do if it allows you to give a review please do it really really helps um a really you know it, it really just it gets the podcast spread about a bit more the algorithm we can beat this out algorithm together folks um we're on instagram of course please go and follow us there i am trying to post more we're on tiktok as well and i just dropped oh, i dropped my vape um so we are on those so do please go follow i did like i said i am going to try to start posting a bit more and obviously now with gary on board as well he's going to be sending me loads of content um that's putting pressure on you gary now if you're listening to this um so so do go follow us and enjoy your weekend folks thank you so much for listening hope you have an amazing weekend and yeah take care i am vengeance i am the knight i am batman